Welcome back to a brand new Virtuous Rage right here on TheBigVitoBrand.com. Also, Patreon.com slash BigVMafia. I am Virtue, going with the hoodie, the, you know, real gangster look this evening, Jargo. And what's going on? It's the LL Cool J look from, you know, like 1997. It's that time of the year where it's wintertime. And I, I always keep, it's weird, my condo. In the summertime with the air conditioner, I keep it at like 70, 71. Sometimes it still kind of feels hot. But in the wintertime, when I have it at 72, it's it feels cold. Isn't that weird? No, it makes complete sense, man. I mean, be, being here in the Hawkeye State, like right now with the wind chill, it's like 30 below zero. So I, I, I absolutely feel your pain 1,000%. This is why I'm trying to relocate to Arizona. All is going well on, on that front. We're at interview number two at this point. So uh, starting to talk to some real estate agents. Yeah, man, life's exciting. Life is really, really cool right now. And, you know, it's Wrestle Kingdom week. So I, 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 it's been like Christmas come wrestling season. Dude, a lot of crazy stuff, and we're obviously going to be on the No DQ review this week, and we're going to talk about a lot of it. Uh, but what do you think is going through Triple H's mind? Now, we know his run is a talent, right? He got into the main event. Um, pretty much it was a heel most of the time. He did his stuff with DX, uh, married Stephanie, got in with the family. They have kids, happy. It's been a long time. So he's kind of in this family business. If it's, you know, it might not be family for much longer, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but he he got the rights to do this NXT stuff for several years, and we kind of saw how he approached it. And it had a pretty good following of the fans that like that type of, you know, the wrestling, the in-ring action, the indie talent, the Ring of Honor type talents. And it had its run. And they were opening, you know, they were doing the NXT takeovers um, during the big pay-per-view weekends, during the WrestleMania weekend. I went to a couple of them. Bigger basketball arenas, you know, with a lot of tickets sold. Uh, and here we are today, January 2022, and it's NXT 2.0. Braun Breaker is the NXT champion, just recently beating Ciampa. And William Regal's gone. Samoa Joe's gone. Road dog's gone and we know triple h had those heart issues so we don't really even know what his involvement is he might just be back at home working in the offices what is going through his mind right now because he owned that era of nxt with, with all the pictures like what do you think it's interesting because there's a lot of what triple h has done throughout the course of time with nxt that has kind of been trying to rewrite his own history, right? Like he, he was the golden shovel guy. Like he, we all heard the stories about the click and the burying talent and this and that. And now he wanted to become Papa Hunter. He wanted to save his legacy. He wanted all the, for all the people that he buried throughout the course of the years, I'm going to create new stars inside of the WWE context and basically pay for my sins and, and, and create this next generation of professional wrestling. And he has, and it's called AEW. AEW is now the black and gold brand. And NXT 2.0 is black and gold, isn't it? It is. It is. It's 
AEW is now the black and gold brand. I mean, hell, we're even seeing the NXT roster kind of invade AEW at this point. It's the same kind of wrestling quality. It's very much the same kind of show that NXT was. I mean, it, it's insane, man. I I don't know what Hunter is feeling. You know, like part of it has to be relief that this is over and he can just focus on what's important. Like, you know, yeah. Stephanie and the kids yep. and taking care of his heart condition. I mean, let's face it. The man's made enough money over the course of the years. There has to be a little bit of retrospective. <sighs> like I can breathe now. I, I it, because the pro wrestling business, especially at the level that he's at, there's a lot of pressure there. There's a lot involved with being triple H and now he can just kind of breathe for a minute and be Paul Levesque. I think there is an element of that. And I think there is also an element of pouring himself a stiff glass of whiskey and then throwing that glass against the wall and just stark raving pissed off. I mean, it, it very well could be a real Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing right now where Paul Levesque doesn't even know how Paul Levesque is supposed to feel right now. So if this whole thing is about you know, Vince McMahon, where's my WrestleMania main eventer? So when I see Triple H's era of NXT, I see the rise of women's wrestling, at least how WWE's presented it, making yep. it a big deal all the way up to the main roster. I mean, look at, they've headlined a WrestleMania. They had their own pay-per-view. Uh, Triple H kind of like with his NXT, the four horsewomen and, you know, Oscar and other people, other Absolutely. females that came up through there, that's a success, and there's people that have written columns on NoDQ that said Triple H was a complete failure with NXT, but I'm like, okay, that's the thing. And then he didn't hit on all of them, but like, you tell me like Finn Balor couldn't have been a bigger deal. Like, he got hurt at the wrong time, man. man they was yeah. the universal champion is the demon. Kevin Owens came up strong against John Cena. These are these are Triple H NXT products. I and I know they they're indie guys and they've worked all over the world. So it's not like they just came in and learned the WWE. They were people knew Kevin Steen and Pr right. Prince Devitt, right? And Kevin Owens almost had a main event as a champion against Jericho, right? The, all the rumors of how the Goldberg thing derailed that. So he like it I don't think it was a failure. I just think it that Vince McMahon finally said, I want to do it my way. I always have, I always will. And this is where we're going because would the numbers be any different where wrestling is now, you know, where, how I talk about the overall viewers in SmackDowns on network TV, but you know, it, would all those be the same, whether we had the NXT guys that were indie and ring of honor guys, or if Vince started this several years ago with his vision of NXT, I don't think it would be any different. I mean, what's he pushing for? For a Braun Breaker, a Gable Stevenson, or somebody like that to get big, like, you know, push him to the moon like Roman Reigns? And isn't that where we're at, Jargo? The only way a wrestler is going to headline WrestleMania is if Vince McMahon allows it. Yeah. Like he did Roman Reigns, right? You bring up something that's really interesting to think about that, it very well could have changed pro wrestling history, right? Um, the Finn Balor injury, it, it seemed like they were going to go all in with Finn Balor. It, it And 
if Finn does not get injured at that point, do we see what Triple H was doing in NXT really come to the main roster and WWE really become a pro wrestling company again? And maybe Vince does take a step back and Hunter ends up taking over the creative for the main roster. Like there's a lot of what ifs if Finn Balor doesn't get injured in that matchup against Seth Rollins. And look what happened when he did get injured. He went right back to what Vince went right back to where he was. Well, but didn't they do that thing with Owens where Triple H helped? him win the the universal title right around that time so it's like triple h kind of still had his grasp on it like hey finn's out but let's do this let's get owens back up there so it was still alive and kicking then but i i just and the thing is back then think about this roman wasn't over like they tried they kept pushing roman 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 that was like the suffering suck attach the john cena 2.0 and yet nxt was allowed to exist as soon as the pandemic happened, and, you know, Brock is always in and out as the top guy, you know that. But then as Roman finally got something he could be pretty good at, right, comfortable at, now all of a sudden Vince is probably like, yeah, no more NXT. It's just weird coincidences and timings with all of this. Yeah. Or is no, it just me? No, there, there, there's a lot of weird stuff going on uh, at the WWE level. And I thought even more telling was the William Regal release. Um, yeah, that was, he had been there for a long time. Like he was there when Dusty was still alive. There. Well, and, and the reason that that's interesting to me is not the, the on-screen character that William Regal played, but William Regal was very much the scout that brought all that talent into NXT. We've heard that they were going to change kind of what they were looking for. Um, evidently we're going to change the scouts too, because clearly the independent talent that William Regal was scouting at places like PWG are not the people that Vince wants to go with, you know? So it's, it's it's fascinating all the way around. Well, and now I want to bring this up because as we were thinking about NXT, I mean, even when Drew McIntyre left and we know, that he was originally one of, at least on screen, one of Vince's golden boys early on, right? Like, it, oh yeah, the chosen like one to be. And then he, you know, and then he got years later put into 3MB, then gone from the company. He come, he came back through NXT. Right. Now he was only there not too long of a time because I think he got hurt, and then they just decided to put him up to the main roster. But why, out of all of those people that came up through NXT, and, and some of them came up and got pretty good pushes. Uh, some of them never got really what they were supposed to. I mean, we could say Joe, a Nakamura, like it, they came up to the main roster and teased to be main eventers, but then Bobby Vince Rude. like pulled it back down. Bobby Roode. Tell me about AJ Styles. How did he, and it's funny because he's been on NXT recently now all of a sudden. How did he <laughs> skip? Was it just the right timing off of being hot from the club New Japan and it was Royal Rumble season? Like, how did he... Because you know Vince, what's Impact Wrestling? Who's AJ Styles? Well, AJ had done some spots with the company way back, right? So Yeah, before he even was anything in Impact or TNA. Right, right. So I, I think AJ was always kind of on the radar when Impact was any kind of a threat. When they were drawing 2 million people on Spike TV, everybody knew AJ Styles was the man at Impact Pro Wrestling. 
Um, that AJ goes over, does the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship thing, gets Bullet Club red freaking hot. Um, I don't think AJ gets nearly enough credit. Like it, it's like Kenny gets all the credit for when yeah. Bullet Club really got hot in the states, and that really started with AJ. Like Finn started the whole thing. AJ took it to a whole nother level. Dude, Kenny AJ was just, put Kenny over on his way out at that show where he right. took like they beat him up, and it was like, hey, yep. Kenny Omega's turn. Yep, yep. Like that, Kenny very yeah. much just took the throne that AJ had established. Um, but AJ already had all of that American TV experience between Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling being on the radar for so long. Um, I, I think it was just kind of a no brainer. And it very well could have been AJ saying, I'm not going to NXT. Like, well, I'm and not, he had that I'm feud with Jericho, it. that feud with Jericho right away, that first WrestleMania. So maybe Jericho had something to do with that too. But like, it's just weird. Like, here we are. And. And I'm gonna have, like I'm gonna tell you I haven't watched Wrestle Kingdom yet. I'm, I need the time to do it where I can focus on the matches. So I'm gonna do it this weekend. So don't like spoil anything for me because I've tried to really not kind of see um, everything that's happened. But why are we at a position now where before AEW uh, this time of year it was New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, right? I mean in the middle of the night. And I know there are still some people out there. I, I see it on Twitter. Right. But like. It's not like why have they, have they backed off because Meltzer's backed off and he still talks about it. Don't get me wrong, but he's so focused on AEW being better than WWE. He's now conditioned the social media, his view, like no, nobody's talking. And from my point of view about Russell Kingdom, outside of the people like you right. and Noah, right? Is, is it just the victim of the pandemic because they don't have the big crowds? Is it? everybody focusing on AEW that used to focus on new Japan. It's, it's weird because I think it's kind of a perfect storm, right? I mean, you've got the whole AEW thing and that's absolutely part of it. When the elite left a lot, a lot of the fan base followed them to all elite wrestling, never tuned back into new Japan. That's absolutely part of it. I think the, the larger part of it at this point is the pandemic. Um, and, more specifically, the Gaijin talent getting into the country. There wasn't a very strong Gaijin presence on this show um, outside of Will Ospreay, who's British. So obviously I, he doesn't have the following here in the States of, of a Moxley, of a Jericho, of an Omega. I, if you saw one or two of those names on that card opposite of the new Japan talent, I think it would have felt very, very different, but I mean, now entering year three of this, um, new Japan has probably gotten hit the hardest, at least among the Western fan base. It's going to be interesting to see if that picks up a little bit again, because they did announce at wrestle kingdom, new Japan pro wrestling is returning to access TV. So they are going to have a show in the United States along with impact wrestling over on access. Um, so hopefully that'll help rekindle some of that Western audience. Um, and especially the 
the main event matches that they had at Wrestle Kingdom, the creative program that they set up coming out of Wrestle Kingdom, uh, getting their big names back into the main event picture rather than trying to make new stars like Shingo Takagi, like Will Ospreay, like let's go back to the tried and true, you know, like let's put Tanahashi up on a pedestal once again, even though he's 800 years old, let's put Okada (laughs) back in the main event. Like let's get Naito out of this stupid tag team. Like let's get the main event players back in the main event picture and start making some noise again, rather than trying to build new talent up. So when I'm not going to say if, when do we see, give me like a year. I know it's going to be, it's going to be when he's done over here. When do we see Nakamura's uh, walk off into the sunset in new Japan pro wrestling? Cause you and I both know it's going to happen. This guy's not going to retire from wrestling without doing something else there one last time. Come on. There's no way. I, he's going to make I, his WWE money. Once he's finally done, he goes home. You know, you know at least one tour. There's, there's right? big money in it. There's very big money in a Shinsuke Nakamura return. But and the longer he's doing his WWE stuff, the more when it happens, it's going to be like, well, again, you can't wait too long. Look at CM Punk. There was a little like, right. I don't know. I feel like that could have hurt that a little bit. But carry on. The thing with Nakamura is there's a lot of really hurt feelings there um, because Nakamura and the company saw things very, very differently. The company went with Tanahashi over Nakamura. um, And as Tanahashi was kind of winding down, Nakamura is like, okay, now it's my turn. And he got jumped by Okada, who was actually significantly younger than Nakamura. Doesn't that tell a great story, though? Oh, it does. Absolutely. Business people. And that could be whatever for the swan song. (laughs) I mean, I mean, but it's just, there's, there's a lot of hurt feelings there and Japanese culture isn't nearly as forgiving as American culture when it comes to those hurt feelings. And I, I, a perfect example is Kenta. Right. Like Kenta kind of had the same thing over at pro wrestling. Noah, he leaves pro wrestling. Noah comes over, does the NXT thing. It doesn't work out for numerous reasons. The whole Hideo Itami thing. So he returns to new Japan. Uh, He didn't go back to Noah because there was a lot of hurt feelings there. Like it would, if Nakamura is going to do that, it wouldn't surprise me to see him do it with all Japan pro wrestling or pro wrestling Noah and not return to new Japan pro wrestling. Interesting. I still feel though he'll do something over there. Oh, and there's big money because, because he's not getting that those wrestling matches at the sports entertainment bubble. And you know, he's probably thinking I'll get, I'm taking my money. But then when I go home, we'll, we'll do it the right way for my, you know, for me, for my fans, so I'll do my best to catch up on Wrestle Kingdom because coming up on one of our next rage is we do have to finally talk about the Roman Reigns Okada worldwide icon, whatever, however we decide to, to term it, we got to talk about that. And they're both at the top of their games and their companies and have been for a while because they're, you know, the bookers, the owners, those are their guys, right? So yeah, we have this, our, we can have this discussion. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is in having that conversation, we have to think about things as far as what is the meaning of over 
Um, because I feel like the, the two most misused words in professional wrestling are over and job. Like, oh, he's been job. Oh, he's buried. Buried is yeah. another one. Oh, why are you buried? Sami Zayn is not getting buried. He's on television every week. Like, clearly he is yeah. not buried, right? So, but to me, when I say over, my standard for the word over is, does my mother-in-law know who that person is? Like that to me, like that's when you're getting over. Like the most over talent in the history of professional wrestling is Andre the Giant. Everybody knows who Andre the Giant is, whether you're a pro wrestling fan or not. You, you know? don't think Hogan asked him during the no. the WrestleMania run? No, no, no. But that we'll keep that in mind for sure because they're di they're different breed. Like when you listed your top twenty five matches, you're not going to put a Roman Reigns match in there. No. I could go back and I, but you know, and I could look at your list and I could say there's two or three Roman matches I thought were just as good as some oh. of these. Because I look at it differently. So that'll be a great topic. It'll be interesting when we get there uh, to be continued. So anything you'd like to say in closing? Because we got to get ready to go do the review. No, man. I, I, I'm i pumped up to do the review tonight. I think there's a, just so much going on inside of the world of pro wrestling right now. Whether it be on screen. Whether it be behind the scenes. I mean, even like I'm looking at the SmackDown roster. I mean, you talk about Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura might be, you know, the the universal champion within like a month because you look at that. If Roman is out for any prolonged period of time with Brock Lesnar going over to Monday Night Raw, Jeff Hardy getting released from the company, Drew McIntyre with neck issues, like your top baby faces on SmackDown right now are Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro. Like... Holy crap. Like Vince says, time to shake things up. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. And it's we'll exciting. be talking about that on the review. Yeah. It's so, exciting. any plugs? Uh, at not Jargo on social media, michaeljargo.com. And I'll keep this simple. You can follow me on Twitter, at nodq underscore virtue. Check Jargo and I out. We do the sit down with Big Vito and Matt. Um, we were off this week, but we'll be back. Jargo still does men of business. We do the review over on nodq.com so check all of that out this has been virtues rage right here on the big veto brand.com and also check out patreon.com slash big v mafia we will be back and do this again next time